Hello. Good afternoon, guys. Good morning, actually. I'm recording this at 11.38. So, this is going to be my first ca- uh, podcast. Uh, my name is Kemish Silva. Um, I'm probably going to name the segment, probably like driving hour or something like that. Um, drive time. Drive time talk. But, uh... This is... This has been something that I've always really wanted to do. Um, there's a lot of topics on my mind that I've really wanted to just have a con- conversation with. With not just family and friends, but with just people and wanting to get their feedback on a lot of the topics that I, I'm very passionate about. Uh, first off, I'm going to just uh, tell you guys a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Cameron Silva, like I said. I'm originally from Mexico City. I was born there. Uh, I moved to the United States when I was three years old. My dad actually came first, you know, settle. And then we came over. I don't remember much of Mexico. I do remember my grandfather and my grandmother a lot, actually. I have very, very deep connection with my grandfather. For some reason or another, I have always felt super attached to my grandfather. Super connected. Um, I remember when I was leaving the airport, that's one of the things that it was so traumatic that I remember it. I was three. But... I remember I was holding on to his leg and gripping him as tight as I could and I was yelling at the top of my lungs like grandpa grandpa don't leave me don't let me go and my mom was even pulling me away I was making this giant scene at the airport I remember when he would take me out in the mornings to go get juice in the corner in Mexico, there was this guy who put him set up in the corner with his juice presser, his hand juice presser, and my grandfather would take me over and I'd watch him squeeze the oranges and he would squeeze them into bags because they didn't, you know, they don't in Mexico they don't have a lot of money and vendors like that on the corners are trying to cut costs as much as they can, so they're buying little bags, little plastic clear bags. Hey. They fill that little bag up, they stick your little straw in, and then they rubber band it, or they tie it, I don't remember. They tie a rubber, uh, they rubber band or tie your um, bag closed onto your straw, and there you go, you got your little juice box, little juice bag. And that's something I really remember very vividly from Mexico, because my grandfather would take me. Um... Once I came over to the States, I've been here since, ever since. I've been, I lived in Utah. We lived in Provo for a little bit. And for those of you who don't know where Utah is, it's in the States. It's northwest, uh, below Idaho, to the right of Nevada, to the left of Colorado? No, Col- Colorado, I think. And then the 
below us. Or what state we're below us right now? Uh, New Mexico, I think. Um, yeah, we have that four corners where you can literally time travel. Four different, <laughs> you know, you can go from one time to another time. Uh, we have four, or a little place that we call four corners where you can be in four states at the same time. That's pretty cool. Uh, we have the arches and we have the best snow on earth, if you've probably heard about that. We also have all the Mormons and the LDS. Uh, I am. Uh, of LDS or Mormon religion I was born into the religion I don't go to church very much I definitely don't really believe in organized religion where I really do think that man is flawed and you can't have a perfect church with per with man running it and I know that in our church we say that God runs the church and he runs the through the church through his apostles which 12 apostles we have one prophet um, and you know I do genuinely believe that if they do they do have the ability to communicate at a much spiritual level with our Heavenly Father and I do think that there's a higher power out there for those um, who are atheists or um, non-believe they just don't believe in in God or or religion I definitely maybe not so much religion but I definitely would help have you guys go back and really ponder that question about a higher power because really you think about it and there has to be there has to be a higher power regardless of whatever you want it to be Buddha Jesus Cthulhu an Apache helicopter whatever you want it to be <laughs> there, there's a higher power and it helps us out every one of us every day there's so many things in my life that could have gone so much worse so so much worse but thankfully some I, I, I truly believe that my grandfather spirit watches over me that's how strongly we are connected and that's actually a really personal idea that I have and belief that I really do feel that my grandfather loved me so much that his spirit still watches over me today. And I genuinely feel that love all the time. And for those of you non-believers, like I said, um, I've never read the books that I'm supposed to read in my religion, Book of Mormon and the Bible. Never completely read them. Never. But yet, I have such a strong, incredible feeling of love and knowing that someone out there is protecting me and guiding me. I think it's been since I was at a young age. I'm sorry for making this kind of a religious but or you know, kind of godly topic. But I do genuinely hold that belief that there's something out there protecting me and guiding me in my life. Just because I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm kind of a fuck-up and a screw-up. A lot of things that I do wrong and I like to self-deprecate. and Self-destruction is something that I'm really accustomed to. And yet, things haven't gone as bad as they should have. 
because thankfully someone out there is watching over me and that's kind of it on that topic I'm going to say I just have that strong 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 sense of it is real and no one else has told me that I mean I did grow up in it but how can you feel those things without being pushed into it or completely you know brain being brainwashed you know kind of thing um but yeah so so that's my religious side I guess um I am the eldest in my family I have a little brother which is a year and a half younger than I am and I am right now 25 turning 26 so the big the big 25 my youngest sibling is my sister, Metzli. She is 13, almost 13, which is pretty crazy. Pretty, pretty big age gap. I remember when I was, <coughs> when my mom told us that she was pregnant. Me and my brother were watching this lesbian movie on accident, complete accident, called Debs. If you guys, anyone want to <laughs> listen to it, it's called Debs. It's, uh, it's actually, it's like a spy movie. And then you end up finding out that she's, like, lesbian for the villain. So, completely weird. Yeah, so I will always remember that moment for the rest of my life. Because it was such a weird moment. She's, I was, like, realizing, like, oh, shit, this is a lesbian movie. And my mom just barged in here to tell us that, like, she didn't barge in. Like, we didn't have the door locked, but, like, she came in. And she didn't look at the TV or anything. She didn't even see what we were looking at. She was so excited to tell us that we were going to have a little sibling. And we're all like, what the freaking crap? <laughs> um, but yeah, my parents are really loving, super, super caring parents. My dad is a super hardworking guy and never let my mom work. Like, I mean, she he did, but he doesn't want my mom to work. Um, super, super man's man like I'll do everything by myself I'll carry the weight on my shoulders uh, except you know those kind of guys you usually don't have a lot of emotional love from and that's kind of what happened with my dad he would always buy me everything we had a PlayStation we had games we had toys but what we never had was one-on-one -on -one time with him which was a little sad and it was uh, like it was something that it's definitely a big, it had a big impact in my life, not really getting to know my father as well as I would really like because I really do love my father for providing all of that for us, making sure that our needs were met. And he's, I mean, he's still around and, I, and I'm still having a hard time trying to really connect with him, but he's a Taurus, if any of you guys are into that kind of stuff. Um... I'm Sagittarius, born December 6th, uh, so it's, it's, it's hard to get through with him. My mom, Pisces, super sweet, loving, charismatic, over helicopter parent, or snowplow parent, however you want to call it, she wanted to do everything for me so that I didn't have to do it. And I feel, in part, that was one of the biggest reasons that I'm so self-deprecating and I don't finish things. I leave things half done. So that's one of the biggest impediments in my life. Hello. 
is that I can't finish things because I was so helped in my life and so loved and everything kind of was done for me that that was it became an issue uh, I'm currently working on it guys uh, definitely not a mama's boy anymore um, but yeah so people that have that kind of parent you know they, I hope you guys can kind of relate so I've told her to stop calling me baby and stop babying me and to, to respect me and have the, let me have the authority that I do have now as a parent. I feel like we all have to do that because we all kind of fall into this like, oh, my mama or my, my daddy got me. And they don't. They, they, like my parents hardly got themselves. Um, so that's my family background, a little bit about my background. Um, I, I think I already said I'm married. I have my little girl. My wife's one of the biggest impacts in my life, Whitley Collier. She is, without a doubt, the strongest woman I have ever met in my life. I, I have this saying where you either marry the person you want or you marry the person you need. And I definitely marry the person I wanted. And sometimes I think that I marry the person I needed, but I definitely <laughs> marry the person I wanted. She is everything I have ever wanted. She is good looking. She likes video games. Not so much video games, but like board games, um, card games, going out, being playful, um, super uh, kinky. <laughs> um, our love life is amazing. Um, that's actually probably the glue, if not the like solder. We are so tight. We're best of friends. She has helped me, push me in so many ways in my life. Helped, driven, driven me to do something like this. I probably would have never done anything like this in my life if it wasn't for the incredible woman that I have today. And for those out there that are married and have children, that are just married, stay loyal. Stay, stay loyal to your partner. It really isn't worth hurting them and that's one of my biggest that happened it happened one time in my marriage where I wasn't the most loyal person that I could have been and it really hurt my wife and it hurt my our relationship our marriage and huge huge delay like if you were getting married and something like that happens know that it is going to be in, in your life and impact your life and your marriage for the rest of the time you were married because that's, it's, it's like saying, you know, you want to be an artist, but then you go and you burn paper. Or, like, you're grinding down, I don't know, burning pencils. I don't know, something like, where you're completely contradicting what you said you were going to do. Completely destroying what you said you were going to do. If you choose to be loyal, be loyal. If you choose to get married, get married to the person you know you're going to, like, really look at them, really know their flaws, really know their virtues, sit down, think about it, make that decision. Because I've made that decision, and in my life, things that, marriage is difficult, marriage is hard for anyone listening. Marriage is, 
probably one of the hardest things you'll ever do besides buy your time back. And so you don't have to, it's not out there grinding every day, but definitely one of the hardest things you'll ever do is get married. It's just, it's because whenever you get married, it's all your crap and their crap. It's not just your crap plus their crap. It's your crap plus their crap times their crap. Like, it's your crap times their crap squared. <laughs> because of their family and all that stuff. So you really got to put that into perspective. Can I tolerate this person for the rest of my life? Because everyone, everyone has flaws. Everyone has issues. I'm crazy. My wife's crazy. My mom's crazy. My dad's crazy in their own ways. But they found someone in their life that would tolerate their crazy. So, one of the biggest issues I feel like in, for men is seeking validation from females, from women. And that was my biggest issue. That was really the only reason I was uh, unfaithful to my wife was because I was seeking validation because I didn't get it at home. My wife, you know, being a little personal here, guys, my wife's a little, can be a little emotionally retracted sometimes. And that's difficult. That can be very difficult. And as a man, you look, for, you seek for validation. And your woman, you want to be, you want to be her Superman, her superhero, her everything. And we forget to do a lot of things that we start to do for our significant other at the beginning, like giving them gifts, loving them, telling them they love them every single day, wanting to be around them every single. You treat her, treat him or her like a queen or a king. And that's literally. The hardest part about marriage or being in a relationship is keeping that up because that new toy sensation will always go away and you it's when that when your true genuine love stays and you pull from that love and that energy to supply that demand for your partner again so because you are no longer it no longer makes you feel good it's only making your partner feel good. But since it's no longer making you feel good, you stop doing those things. And that's what I've had a problem with. And I've stopped being super, buying gifts for her, being super cuddly and loving and touching her all the time, doing everything for her. And I'm like, no, why don't you do it? No, you know, like, but in the past, if I think about it, when I was dating her, I probably would have gotten up my off my ass and done it so quick. She would have giving me a blowjob, like, sorry guys, I, or, uh, you know, giving me something back, you know, and, but like, we stop being in that mentality, and, uh, we ruin our relationships and our marriages, and that's something that I've learned throughout my life so far, and I've been working on, and it has been helping me out a lot in my marriage, to keep, whenever I'm just like, I don't want to do it, or like, she asks me for something, I just do it, or, like I'm making food I'll make food for her and stuff like keep doing those little things that you loved at the beginning and you will always see the same amount of love and and emotions that you've you you had at the beginning uh, that's my take on marriage um, that's a little bit about me uh, a little bit about my life a little bit about my backstory uh, I hope you guys uh Appreciated it at least a little bit. Um, the main topic that I probably will get into this week is uh, 
I'm going to go for, I'm going to start out basic. So my personal growth and where I am and uh, where I would like to be and how I'm going to achieve it, what I'm going to be doing to achieve the goals that I want in my life. And hopefully in the process help others that are struggling in the same areas and help be at least a guiding hand and knowing that you're not alone. Alright, love you guys. Kemish Silva signing out.